Welcome back, dear friends, to your daily dose of ancient wisdom. Today we continue the reading of Srimad Bhagavata Mahapurana Tritiya Skandha or Book 3, Discourse 18, which talks about encounter of the divine boar with Hiranyaksha. Maitreya continued, Hearing the foregoing words of Varuna, the Lord of Waters, the proud and the vainglorious Daitya paid little heed to them. And having learned from Narada the whereabouts of Srihari, O dear Vidura, he hurriedly betook himself to the depths of the ocean. He saw there the all-victorious divine boar bearing the earth upwards on the ends of his tusks and robbing the demon of his splendor by his reddish eyes and laughed. Oh, an amphibious beast! Turning to the Lord, he said, Come on, fool, leave the earth. The maker of the universe has entrusted her to us, the dwellers of Rasatala. You cannot escape unstaged with her before my very eyes. O wild god disguised as a boar, have you been reared by our enemies, the gods, for our extermination, as you kill the asuras by deceptive methods and conquer them while remaining invisible yourself? You possess little powers, Yogamaya or deception being your only strength. Therefore, by killing you, O fool, I shall wipe the tears of my kith and kin. When you fall dead with your skull smashed by the mace hurled by our arms, the gods and the sages who bear offerings to you will cease to be like trees without the roots. Though being pierced by shaft-like abusive words of the enemy, the Lord bore the pain, Perceiving the earth on the ends of his tusk, afraided and emerged out of the water like an elephant with his female companion assailed by an alligator. The Daitya, who had golden hair on his head and fearful tusks, gave a chase to the Lord while he was rising out of the water, even as an alligator would chase an elephant, and roaring like thunder said, Are you not ashamed of running away before a challenging adversary? or there is nothing reproachful for shameless wretches. The Lord placed the earth on the surface of water within his sight and transferred to her his own energy in the form of capacity to support herself on the water, while the enemy stood looking on and while Brahma, the creator of the universe, extolled him and the other gods rained flowers on him. The Lord now displayed a terrible rage and spoke laughing to the demon, who was now close upon him, armed with a mighty mace, nay, who was adorned with gold ornaments and protected by a queer armor of gold, and had all along been cutting him to the quick by his abusive words. The Lord said, Indeed we are wild brutes, O wretch looking about for dogs like you. Heroes take no notice of your braggadocia, bound as you are with the cords of death. Scared away by your mace, we who have stolen the charge of the dwellers in Rasatala stand here, casting all shame to the winds. Yet, willy-nilly, we must take our stand on the battlefield for having brought about enmity with a powerful adversary. Where can we go? A leader of leaders, of foot soldiers as you are, take prompt steps to overthrow us, giving up all hedge and wipe the tears of your kith and kin by slaying us, 
for he does not deserve a seat in an assembly of good people who fails to redeem his plighted word. Maitreya continued. Severely taunted and ridiculed by the Lord in an angry mood, he, the demon, waxed violently angry like a serpent which is being played with. Hissing indignantly with all his senses shaken by wrath, the Daitya quickly sprang upon Srihari and dealt him a blow with his mace. The Lord, however, dodged the violent blow of the mace aimed at his breast by the enemy by moving aside a little, just as an accomplished yogi would elude death. Srihari now waxed angry and rushed to meet the demon, who, taking up his mace again, began repeatedly to brandish it, biting his lips in rage. And then, with his mace, the Lord struck the enemy on his right eyebrow, but skilled as he was in the fight with maces, O gentle Vidura, he intercepted it with his own maze. In this way, Hiranyaksha, a synonym of Hiranyaksha, and Srihari struck each other with their huge maces in great rage, each seeking his own victory. There was a keen rivalry between the two combatants, both of whom had sustained injuries on their body from the blows of each other's pointed mace and grew more and more enraged at the smell of blood on their person. In their eagerness to win, they were performing maneuvers of various kinds and their content presented the sight of an encounter between a pair of bulls for the sake of a cow. Brahma, surrounded by sages Marichi and others, came there to witness the combat. O Vidura, a descendant of Kuru, of Hiranyaksha, son of Diti, and the Supreme Spirit, who had assumed the semblance of a boar by the dint of his maya, and who represents the various yajnas or sacrifices on his person, both of whom bore enmity to each other for earth's sake. When the worshipful Brahma, who was followed by thousands of sages and seers, saw that Hiranyaksha, son of Diti, was full of manliness and devoid of fear, had returned the blows of Lord and possessed irresistible powers, he spoke to Lord Narayana, the earliest bore as follows. Brahma said, Having secured a boon from me, my Lord, this demon is proving a constant annoyance to the universe and is not only trespassing against but causing fear and doing injury to the gods that have sought protection in your feet as well as to the brahmanas, the cows and other innocent beings and having no rivals to contend with him goes about spheres in search of one. Play not with him as a child may with an enraged serpent, him who is skilled in conjuring tricks, arrogant, self-willed and most wicked. Presiding over your own maya, slay this sinful demon, O immortal Lord, before he grows formidable with the approach of an hour which is favorable to him. The most dreadful hour of twilight, which is ruinous to the world, my Lord, is fast approaching. O soul of the universe, be pleased, therefore, to bring victory to the gods by getting rid of this pesticence. The auspicious period, known by the name of Abhijit, so opportune for the victory, which commenced by midday, has now 
all but passed. Therefore, in the interest of us, your friends pray dispose of this formidable foe quickly. This fellow has lucky enough for us come on his own accord to you, his death ordained by yourself. Therefore, exhibiting your prowess, kill him in his duel and establish the worlds in peace. Thus ends the 18th discourse forming the part of the story relating to Hiranyaksha's death in the book 3 of the great and glorious Bhagavata Purana, otherwise known as the Paramahamsa Samhita. Thank you. Mm -hmm.